Hi, I'm Holly, your host of the Crush the Rush podcast. I work full-time and run a full-time coaching business. I started my first coaching business when my twins were 18 months old, and I was excited to start something I was passionate about, but overwhelmed with how to make progress in such small pockets of time. The methods of working three to four hours a day in blocks of time didn't work, quite frankly, because I didn't have it. So my mission is to share how you can put together your own side hustle strategy and plan that works for you without giving up your goals and still focusing on your priorities. I can't wait to help you grow your business and more importantly, enjoy that well-deserved time off. Let's get to the show. The official Crush the Rush quarterly planner is here. You don't have an extra 24 hours to run your business, so why have a separate planner for it? I have created the only planner that combines your personal and business goals with a strategy and planning system that helps you grow and scale your business while still focusing on your very important priorities, those VIPs. I'm so excited to introduce the Crush the Rush quarterly planner. No other planner compares to organizing your business and life. And not only is this planner going to look amazing on your desk and help you streamline your goals, but you can feel good about it knowing it's designed and printed and bound locally from sustainable materials. I have partnered with the amazing sisters at North and Third Publishing. You know, the ladies who produced Halle Berry's Journal on Joy, the All In by Teddy, and Amber Ray's Wonder Journal, to name a few. I know, I can't believe it either. If you are working on building a business, managing a family, or just staying organized in everyday life, then this planner is for you. The best part is it's built from feedback from you and everyday busy women women managing family and life and careers who have had the desire to do more and make more of an impact, but maybe like you just needed a little extra guidance, support, and accountability to do it. When you combine strategy with productivity and accountability, it is magic, and it is all built in every day to the planner. And why not work on yourself while giving back to charity? This quarter, we are donating 5% of the profits to In Her Shoes, supporting courage in modern women and young girls. You cannot pass this up. Please grab the link in the show notes, get on the waitlist now so that you can grab this limited edition planner. Don't walk, run, because we are almost sold out of the first edition. You are listening to episode 114 of the Crush the Rush podcast. And if you have been listening for a while, you know I love a good routine, but I am a huge believer in starting the week out strong, which means taking some time on Sunday to plan and organize. So in this week's pep talk, I wanted to chat about the five things you can do to have really the what I think would be the most amazing week ever. But before we get into the activities, I really wanted to dig into why this is important. So that on Sunday, when you're like, oh, Holly told me to do this, but I really don't want to do it. You're going to remember why it's important and then why you need to take the time to do it. So a couple of reasons why Sunday is the most important day of the week. 
for not only your well-being, but for just overall planning. So this was pulled from Entrepreneur Magazine by an article by Ryan Kosan, and he states, which I love, that there are three specific ways that Sunday helps benefit your business because not only does it recharge your batteries, but by slowing down, it helps fend off depression and helps you be more personally productive. So I don't know about you, but that's a pretty important why right there. But Sunday is also prime social time. So statistics show that Sunday is prime time to make new connections or take care of the ones you already have. So in short, spending quality time with people who mean the most to you can not only help you improve your health and just eliminate stress in general, but is essential for your business as well. Sunday is also the perfect day for self-care. And you always hear self-care Sunday, but like, what does that really mean and why is it important? So taking care of your physical and mental self is essential to rejuvenation, right? So I'm such a big believer in batching, but it's why I like to do the bulk of my self-care on Sunday so that on Monday when the day and the week starts to get crazy, I'm re-energized and I'm ready to take on a hectic schedule. And the final why is Sunday gives you a jump start on planning. So entrepreneurs are expert innovators, which you are, who thrive on most of the time and sometimes on unconventional work tactics. But you have to take the time to plan the week ahead so that you can use the time on your business wisely. So if you're like me, you're like, yeah, that all sounds great, Holly, but I have kids, there are chores to do, and how the heck do I fill this in? So we're going to dig into the five steps, and I hope that you are excited. Okay, so the first thing that I prioritize on the weekend is sleep. And you might be like, well, what does that mean? But if we lump self-care into a Sunday, you really need to prioritize sleep over the entire weekend. So perhaps this is a weekend tip and not a Sunday tip, but sometimes I will work a bit on Saturday morning so that I know that I can take most of the day on Sunday away from my business. But this also means that I'm making sure that I get eight to nine hours of sleep And then on Sundays, I also just slow down in general. So I do yoga instead of a harder workout. I take a bath um, in the evening. I negotiate with my husband to take over bedtime because that is not my favorite time. Um, I am the parent that admits that. But if you think about it, these are just really, really little steps that make such a huge difference. So one, I make sure that I can disconnect from work. Two, I make sure that I am rested, which is the driver all of this. But then three, I also just make sure that I'm slowing down. And I have found that if I don't slow down on Sunday and find ways to recharge away from work, that on Mondays, I tend to be filled with anxiety and overwhelm because I'm already tired. Like you're already starting the week off with like, ah, how am I going to get all this done? So one of the easiest self-care steps is to just schedule time for yourself and Make sure that you're getting enough sleep. So step number one is sleep. And honestly, I will say as it relates to business, Sundays are sometimes, I would say actually most of the time, my most creative days because I do have this downtime. So step number one, sleep. Step number two is to tidy up. And when I say tidy up, I mean everywhere. 
So when you start your week out with a clean slate, feeling organized, it just feels really, really good, which then increases your confidence and your energy. And for us, tidying up means laundry, putting the clothes away, my least favorite chore, um, making sure that all the toys find a home, and more importantly, making sure that my desk is cleaned off because I want to go into Monday feeling accomplished from the weekend and not distracted by the clutter. So being organized has a lot of benefits, but living in a space that is clear of clutter actually offers a few more. So if you are like, what do you mean by this? Well, first off, I don't clean all day on Sunday. I usually set a timer for an hour and I just go around the house and tidy up as much as I can. So it's just whatever I can get done in one hour because no one wants to spend all day cleaning and clearing, but taking a few small steps in a focused time period really, really helps. So as it relates to my office, it's cleaning off my desk. It's making sure that my whiteboards are organized. It's making sure all my papers are filed. And it's just so that on Monday, I feel really good about starting the week. But if that's not enough motivation, there are a couple more benefits from just clearing the clutter. And that is one, it's going to save you time because you're not going to spend time looking for things. You're going to use your time wisely on Sunday to find where things go so that on Monday you know exactly where they are. Two, it's going to save money by not buying items you already have. And this actually comes into, for us, at least grocery shopping a little bit. Like we're not buying things that we already have because I have the pantry organized, the counters are cleaned off, and we know exactly what we have and exactly what we need. Um, Three, it instills confidence because Your home is a place where you are probably spending a lot of time and it's making you feel good that it's organized. It doesn't have to be fancy. It doesn't have to be buying anything new, but it's just organized and everything has its place. Uh, For me personally, this reduces stress because (laughs) I feel like everything is in order and that is a big um, sort of anxiety point for me, but it also helps manage activities and deadlines more efficiently because I mentioned one of the activities that I do is is cleaning off our whiteboard. So the girls have a whiteboard in like their little school area and we have a whiteboard in the kitchen and I have one in my office. And so they're all cleaned off. We know what our priorities are for the week. We work on them together and we just have a really fresh, clean space uh, for the week. So step number two is clear the clutter. So now you should be feeling rested. You've cleared the clutter. And then step number three for your Sunday plan is what is your wellness plan for the week? And for me, this is the number one pillar of the Crush the Rush method, and it means meal prep, workout planning, and going back to that sleep schedule, like making sure that I don't have things overscheduled so that I am getting enough sleep and I do have time um, for this sort of wellness piece of my life. Usually this also means planning out our meals, so breakfast, lunch, and dinner for the family. I usually do this on Thursdays or Fridays, and then I prep on Saturday and Sunday, so I don't have to do all the prep on Sunday. Um, We're pretty low-key meal preppers, which means when a meal calls for chicken, we're using rotisserie chicken. Um, So it's not a ton of work. It's like maybe a half hour, but I try to split it up between two of the days. Um, And then going back to the whiteboards, I put a recipe or recipes on our kitchen whiteboard so that everyone knows like what is planned for dinner. And then going into the week, 
On Sundays, I usually make double of whatever we're eating for dinner on Sunday, so we have a head start into the week. So I will also look at my schedule when planning my meals, and I'll make a big casserole or plan for a big casserole on the days where I have tons of meetings or if I'm running late and dinner is delayed, I know um, we have leftovers. So an example of this is on Monday nights. It's when um, the Crush the Rush Collective Mastermind group meets for office hours, and it goes until 6.30 um, in the evening. And so I make sure that I have dinner made the night before for Monday nights so that we can still eat dinner as a family. My meetings don't impact everyone else, um, and it's planned that way. So that's really, really important to me, and I, I truly believe that your energy matters And what you put in your body is going to help you be able to keep the schedule you want to keep. So for me, this impacts everything. Um, And so it, it really is so important not to skip this step. Okay, on to step number four. You have heard me talk about this quite a lot, but plan your week. You can use the Crush the Rest method. You can use a planner. You can use a blank piece of paper. Uh, whatever it is, you should plan your week. And so I do this every Sunday morning. I call it my grounding time because the first thing that I do every Sunday morning before everyone else is up is I ask myself three questions. And the questions are in the planner, but you can go ahead and just write them down. And so the first question is, what went well this week? What can I celebrate? The second question is, what do I need to improve on? And the third question is, what can I do to make next week great? So it just gives you a reflection point on what went really well, like what can you keep doing? And then what do you maybe need to change so that next week's even better? And then after I do this, I go in and I pull all of the appointments and meetings and leftover to-dos from the last week and map it all out. And you guys have heard me talk about this quote quite a bit, but I always say, if the plan doesn't work, change the plan, not the goal. So think of Sunday morning as like your time to adjust. So before everything gets crazy and busy and the week is in full swing, like this is your moment to create your strategy and make sure that you're doing the right things at the right time. So that is step number four. Step number five is one of my favorites, and that is to connect with your VIPs. And this means your very important priorities. And for me, this is my family. It's also taking a break from social media. Um, And I typically go pretty quiet from Friday evening to Sunday afternoon, but stepping away and focusing on your priorities so that you physically and mentally have the energy to continue on on Monday is so, so important. And I talk a lot about taking social media breaks over on Instagram, but spending too much time on social media can really jeopardize your perception of reality. And it's so interesting because I feel like on Saturdays and Sundays when I'm not on my phone as much, I'm so much happier, Um, which is just a reminder that like your business and your life is not um, social media. And so I just I feel like it also frees up so much time. So how many times on a Sunday when you're at a park Do you grab your phone and just start scrolling? Or are you standing in the kitchen like looking for a recipe and then you spend 30 minutes on Instagram? Like if you put your phone away and don't get on social media for an entire day, you're going to be amazed, one, of how you feel, but two, how much time you have. 
So my challenge for you is this weekend, leave your phone upstairs in the car and try to disconnect a bit so that you can incorporate some of these steps into your Sunday planning method. So in my mind, this sounds like a pretty good Sunday, right? So you're resting, you're detoxing, you're eating healthy, you're connecting with family, and you have a plan for the week. So my one last bonus step is just to make some time for fun. And I know myself, I am guilty of this because I get so wrapped up into lists and deadlines and goals. And I'm like, oh, I'll just work on the weekend so that I can get a head start. Or, oh, there's so much to do. I'll just keep working. But in reality, if you keep working, you're never going to have the white space to be creative, to take care of yourself, and just enjoy all the things um, that you've created. So my goal for you is to remind you to schedule some non-scheduled time. And if I need to remind you, having fun is good for you because it helps you balance out your stress and your feel-good hormones, right? Like everyone wants to feel good. It also boosts your creativity, your energy, your productivity. So why not schedule it? The benefits are there. We just need to do it. Um, So I know these steps sound very simple, but oh my gosh, they have been such a life changer in our family and my business for me personally. And I hope that they remind you that going into the week with a strategy and a plan can not only help you get more done, but actually help a lot of that overwhelm and anxiety disappear. So let's walk into Monday with confidence and better yet feel rested and ready to take on the week. And if you enjoyed these steps and these little reminders of what you need to do every Sunday in our Facebook community, we talk about this and our Sunday planning method, and I give you some prompts to just hold yourself accountable. So you can jump in to the community and join us. And I am here to cheer you on. Thank you so much for listening to the Crush the Rush podcast. If this was helpful to you, I'd love it if you would please leave a review. It is truly what makes this show keep going and keeps the amazing guests possible. Even better, tag me on Instagram stories and let me know what you think. I cannot wait to hear from you.